0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Morris O'Keefe. In the summer of 2012, I met the late Brandon Canelli, who sadly passed away recently. I met Brandon in Trinity College And it was a place that he spent most of his life, first as a student and later as a professor of modern literature. I spent two days recording Brendan's stories and memories, and this podcast is part of that interview. I'm here in Trinity College and I'm talking to Brendan Kennelly. Brendan, it's a pleasure to be in your company here in in the college.
1: It's a great pleasure to meet you.
0: a carrier man. <laughs> Brendan, um, can we go back to the beginning? Um, Ballylongford, yeah. your hometown. Um, the Kennellies.
1: The, the name Kennelly, I think, has... Uh, there's a meaning to it, a strange meaning, according to one set of people. Kyonaniluk uh, is the... Debris that the sea leaves after it when it's withdrawing from the shore. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other meaning that Kion, that Kennelly has is Kjoun O'Neillig, which is the head of the deer. Oh, so there's different meanings uh, to to the name. And... Uh, I remember uh, when playing football, uh, you would hear fellas shouting at you, "Come on, Kennelly. uh go on, play up," or "Come on, Kennelly. uh come on, play, play up," or "Come on, Keniley." You know, I'd all the different difference. names they they had, yeah. and um, for some reason, I I, I did I, I liked the most of them but i didn't fancy canele for some reason <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting yeah.
0: you, and so the, uh, your father your grandfather they were the, the, when did they come to the village um, settled
1: there my father was in the civil war and he was a Collins man and uh, after the settlement or after the civil war or whatever he went off to england and he became, of all things, a policeman, and he did it for three months, <laughs> and then he went off to America, yeah. And he stayed there, and I think he met a lovely woman, and he was going to marry her, and he decided to come back to say goodbye to his own people. In Farnestack is the name of the place. It's up near Ballindoonu, yeah. Liselton, and um, he. Um, went to a dance in Ballybunnan, and there he met my mother. And she was a nurse in Dunmanway, and she was at home on holidays as well. So they got married, and they came to Ballylongford, and he he built a little garage, and that's how he started when they married. And uh, he reared the eight of us. And yeah. uh, at one stage later on then, he bought the pub at the corner, and uh, my brother Alan is in that pub still. Yeah. And um, but it's an interesting little village because um, there is um, um, a worldwide encyclopedia, of which I have a copy uh, of a page, and there's three names in it: the O'Reilly, who came to Dublin and was shot, and he died uh, off Henry Street, and he wrote on the pavement, he had died, the O'Reilly, R.I.P., writ in blood. And uh, the second one was Kitchener.
0: That's
1: right. He was just outside the village, and he headed the British. And uh, I should show you, the third one was myself. (laughs) (laughs) don't know where they got it but they yeah. had, you know, the notes and the books yeah. and yeah. all the things I've written and so on
0: of course Yeah,
1: and uh, it was a very um, it's a very interesting village to this day I wrote a novel about it called The Crooked Cross, which is currently being translated into French after 40 years and it was about the shape of the village, it's like a cross and there are four roads therefore, as in in a cross. And um, it was about that time in the 40s and 50s when an awful lot of men, particularly, had to go away to England and America and send back money to the wife who might have had eight or ten children. And she reared them, and that's what they were, they were called Trojan women. And later on, a few years ago, I did versions of the Greek plays, The Trojan Women, and I used what I remembered of the conversation, of the talk of the women in the village of Ballylongford, and they were great talkers. And I did Medea and Antigone as well, Mm -hmm. and I used that talk of North Kerry. Now, John B., my old friend, John B. Keane, he did it a lot better than me, I would say. And uh, then there was Brian McMahon... Both of these lads were in the stole. But I was delighted to meet it in, to use the talk, in the Trojan Women, because what struck me about it is, how is it that a word can be used in a little village like Ballylongford, a Greek word, Mm -hmm. to go from Athens, for example, over to the village? She's a Trojan. And that is the magic of language, and that's what has always fascinated me. Yes, so from a very early age you, you were... Your education, Brenton, where, where, your school, the local school. The local school. Who taught you there? Mr McCarty, a lovely man. He was the head He was the head of the school. It was out the road a bit, as they said. And then Johnny Welch, who won four all Islands with Kerry. Yeah. He was a teacher as well, and then there was Mr. Moriarty. Um, he was the third teacher. And uh, they, were, they gave us, they told us great stories. I remember Johnny Welch's mantelpiece in his classroom, mm. and he had a beautiful map of the whole parish, and he named the townlands.
0: Very you know? interesting, yes. Oh, that's yeah. very
1: interesting mm-hmm. because every townland is a separate world. And when lads were going to England and America again, they often, for some reason, approached me and asked me would I write a ballad for them. Mm-hmm. And I wrote enough. That's how I started writing.
0: Is it, really? Yeah. Just just off the cuff, r- writing a ballad? Uh,
1: Straight from away from Ballet Line, mm-hmm. and Carrig, Gautard, Motra. But, but who? Places like that. But,
0: Who set that seed? I mean, who who was your mentor? Who was the person who
1: instilled in you the love of poetry? The whole community. Uh, They would love uh, to hear poems. I think it was um, in relation to what you're doing now, the oral tradition. And it was the Glan Vyaur, learning something, the Glan with the That translates into, in English, the clean sense. Mm. So that you don't over-intellectualize and you don't distort the meaning of anything because you must make it clear. And I discovered that the most fertile source of mystery is clarity. If you're clear, you will, if you're clear to people, they will um, be delighted to work it out themselves. And if you take a line from Shakespeare or Blake or Patrick Kavanagh, the best poems they wrote were lucid, they were clear. And I like it, I like clarity. Yeah, you know, say what you mean and mean what you say.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and 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 uh, North Kerry people were
0: generally reasonably good at doing that. <laughs> they were, they were. You were you were fortunate in the, in the people that, that 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 were in the parish. Yeah, but you went on yourself
1: then to um, to where Brendan? After, to, after I went to a school. great teacher, a woman in Tarbert, her name was Jane Agnes McKenna, yeah. and she had a school with two other teachers. Mr. and Mrs. Carey, and that house that they they taught in was called the House on the Hill. It was up on a little hill, and it's still there, outside the village, a hundred yards or so, outside the village of Tarbert. Uh, Bally, Longford and Tarbert were great enemies on the field of play, but uh, like... uh, uh, she was was a great teacher and she specialised in languages like um, she taught us French and Latin and Irish and of course English and history and uh, later when I came to do scholarships to come to Dublin uh, I used to do the exams if I could at all in languages and I remember the sizership that I got into Trinity at the very beginning was in Irish, Latin and French.
0: Isn't that interesting? Now, was it your parents that decided that you should go
1: to Trinity? Did you decide yourself? or How did that come about? Because a sizership couldn't have come otherwise. My dad, God love him, God rest him. Yeah. He couldn't. We couldn't have paid the money. Mm-hmm. But the sizership paid the fees. And, um, I came, and I, I didn't stay long to tell you the truth, because the the place was full of there was only about fifteen hundred people, students at the time, and most of them from England. And I remember a very nice English fella talking to me one day, and he said, "Brandon," he said, he said, "Brandon, um, are you talking English?" <laughs> It was Mike carry accent, and uh,
0: did you feel out of place?
1: I did, yeah. Uh, but then I um, sat, I did an interview for the for the ESB, and I got a lovely job, yeah. and I dropped Trinity for a couple of years, and then I did a diploma in public administration in Trinity at night. Yeah and worked in the ESB during the day. And then um, uh, did, uh, I did quite well, and Trinity gave me back the um, sizership in the form of a scholarship, more or less, in 1957. And I started again in 1957 doing yeah. uh, English and French with people like uh, Owen Sheehy Scuffington as the uh, as one of my teachers, and it was great, it was wonderful. I had experienced and liked the experience of the ESB, the early experience of Trinity, and the change from North Kerry to Dublin. See, I learned from... They were like townlands.
0: Yeah. Well, there were also huge experiences. You oh, loved, yeah. Going from one totally different... Uh, Culture. ...to another.
1: Yes, and um, I... I did. I I loved it and enjoyed the um, variety. And to this day, I like clarity and variety. These are words that come into my brain quite a lot, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, like the books, you know, you read, you can read uh, Americans, uh, French, German poets, and great Irish poets, you know. Mm -hmm. One thing is interesting to me, the way... Writers can be forgotten, you know. Why do you say that? Because, um, why do I say it? Because you'd mention names, certain names, say to some um, students, and they had never, they would never have heard of them, you know. Yeah. And uh, I suppose, like it's the kind of result of a passion, you know. Yeah. I would, yeah. I'd read, I'd love to read, even to this day. Like, uh, I would receive books from fellows and women down the country, books of poems, little books, lovely little books. And I'm not saying that they'd be famous or anything like that, but they would uh, need and be looking for the kind of encouragement that might drive them on to a much more striking achievement. Yeah. You know, no. so encouragement is great. And, and didn't you see that ability that you, you
0: had in passing on your knowledge and passing on your, your teaching of, of this passion of yours, of, of, of poetry and, and English and the, 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 the words that, that make up the language?
1: Oh, yes. I, I was reading these two books, The Tales About Trinity, yeah. and a lot of the people mentioned how they felt encouraged by the way I taught them and they actually talked an awful lot about my voice now yeah. I've never taken much notice of it myself yeah. but they said that because of the way I said certain words say from Yeats or Kavanagh or Austin Clark or Milton or Blake mm. they would go back and read that poetry and say it out loud I always encourage I encourage them to speak out loud
0: do you really
1: I do yeah Yeah. say things out loud because you get a fuller meaning I think yes when you say something out loud you know um I mean um I'm thinking of um oh of course the most famous poem yeah wrote um <clears throat> what was it again? Just uh, an example of that. Go, go ahead. Yeah. Um, on Raglan Road on an autumn day, I met her first and knew that her dark hair might weave a snare that I would one day rue. I saw the danger, yet I walked along the enchanted way and I said, let grief be a fallen leaf at the dawning of the day. Fanya Galen lay. And he fell in love with... Hilda Moriarty, who was from Kerry. Go and on, yeah, yeah. she is was absolutely beautiful, but being a shrewd Kerry woman, she told Kavanaugh to leave her alone, that she didn't. She liked poetry, but some She said, they'll never make a penny, because they drink and they gamble. And, you know, you have to rear children. And she married uh, Donuka O'Malley, the minister yeah. for education and she she was so beautiful stunningly beautiful but kavana wrote that and um, the words the voice the, oh yeah the, the... yeah and if, uh, if you have time uh, I yeah, course, I wrote no, yeah. an answer yeah for Kavanagh from the idea of uh, Raglan road Oh, did you? I did. I wrote the song, and it was sung by Mary Black on The Late Late at one stage. And it was about... I was walking out near Raglan Lane one day, and the rain, the gentle rain was coming down, and it came into my head that here is a poem for Kavanagh, and perhaps a night with his lover, the woman he loved. In Raglan Lane, in the gentle rain, I saw my love again. Beyond belief, beyond all grief, I knew the ancient pain. The joyful thrust of holy lust we stretched on heaven's floor. One moment burned what the years had learned, and I was wild once more. The years' deep cries in her sad eyes became a source of light. The heavy gloom and sense of doom changed to pure delight. And as we walked in joy and talked, I knew one thing for sure, that love is blessed, togetherness and loneliness is poor. Then I grew rich with every touch, we loved the whole night long. Her midnight hair on the pillow there became an angel's song. Her happy skin beyond all sin was heaven opened wide. But as the dawn came shyly on, I slept and she left my side. Why did she go? I'll never know, nor will the gentle rain. Her up and go was a cruel blow, and yet I felt no pain. For I had loved her, body and soul, in my own loving way. So I lay and thanked the God of love at the dawning of the day. That's very touching. It really is. And and it's something that...
0: What was the response to that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of people loved it, you know, and mentioned mm-hmm. it to me, like, you know, that Farnigal and Lay. It's the, mm-hmm. See, wherever he got it, Kavanagh, he knew that poem in Irish. Now, he had very little good to say for Irish, the Gaelic, the yes, Gaelic. Yeah. But he, nevertheless, in his most popular poem, and his best-known poem, used Irish rhythms from the Gaelic, mm-hmm. you know. And... Mm-hmm a darling man himself. Did you know him? No. I did, yeah. And he liked me for some reason. I, took, uh, I was a country lad, you know. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, he, he said to me once something, which I put into eight lines of verse, right. and I'll say it for you. Oh, please, yes. He said, I'm on no easy grave, he said to me, were those who hated me. Can come and stare Slip down upon a servile knee Muttering their phony public prayer In the wilds of Norfolk I'd like to lie No commemorative stone, no sheltering trees Far from the hypocrites, tongue and eye Safe from the praise of my enemies
0: <laughs> Well, that speaks, that speaks all <laughs> words, really it does I mean, it was lovely to... To, uh, to have that acquaintance with, with yeah. Kavanagh and, and yeah. to be able to answer him in poetry, to be able to talk to him in poetry. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, we, he, yeah. Um, he would... Um, um, Con- he was in hospital once, and uh, the Rialto, I think it was the name of the hospital, then up near the Meath, and I think that was it. And I took him up as a young fellow again, like, young hmm. lad. Youngish. I took him up a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. He was sitting in the bed. He took the bottle of whiskey, put it up to his lips, and drank it all. My God. I never saw anyone doing it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he was sitting in his clothes now, up in the bed like, you know.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that was...
1: It's a great image of him.
0: You know, yeah. You know.
1: Yeah,
0: but these were—I mean, you, your experiences. I, I mean, that's one, and then and, and, and that's that's very touching and an extraordinary um, uh, relationship you had with him. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. 1963. So that's when it all really. Uh, yeah, we're back in here again. Back in yeah. as as a as a lecturer, uh, in English. junior lecturer. Yeah,
1: yeah and uh, I, I enjoyed it tremendously. Because I've always thought that teaching is a form of learning, that you learn as much from students as they learn from you. Or rather, if you begin with that supposition, you find that you'll be able to give them more and take a lot from them and then have a discussion like uh, uh, that you find in Greek um, dialogues, Platonic dialogues, you know. It's a dialogue. I love the idea of talk. I suppose it goes back to childhood, <laughs> you know, the Kerry talk. But yeah. it's great to hear them because people have a lot to say for themselves about any topic. Of course. And yeah. share it. The important thing is to share that because they might change your idea, okay. you know. And uh, so it's openness. You you have to be open always to um, to the viewpoint of others
0: did you enjoy teaching and or lecturing you know was it a
1: a performance every day when you walk walked into the the lecture room I enjoyed it a great deal and I uh, um, as I said I just got them talking or indeed singing Um, really uh, oh yeah and uh, like, yeah. if you uh, take say a Blake poem or a, mm-hmm. some Keats's poems, I'd say, "No, put that to music for me, and give us a song, give us a bar of a song." And they would, not always, but mm-hmm. it's great like to hear um, <clears throat> the different voices. The voices of voices are tremendous, mm-hmm. because later on, when I had my first collected poems published. It was called A Time for Voices. If you think of it now, your yeah. job is dependent on what voices say. And also on the way you look at people. Two things mm. are fascinating for me. Mm. Voices and eyes.
0: Yes, you you must have the eye contact, but also the
1: <clears throat> the dialogue. The the, oh, yeah. um, um, the way it's said, though, the way it's is said very important, it, yeah. you know. I'm um, reminded of um, <clears throat> the Kerry woman at home. Mm. She had a lovely voice, but she would never give a definite answer to any man. And there was a farmer, and he was meant to marry her. Hmm. And he told her, Maggie, he said, I have good cattle. I have plenty fields. Will you marry me? And she looked at him and she said, "You'd never know."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know, and it's the w- it, it it it's extraordinary. And you you are the, the a perfect um, carrier of of this language of of. Uh, I mean, you've never <clears throat> lost your, your accent. Your accent is that
1: important to you, to, to I don't know. I'm not, accent? <clears throat> I just talk the way it comes to me. I'm not yeah. aware of an accent. Okay. I love the, the idea that awareness and spontaneity depend on not putting on something, not pretending to have a voice or an accent that you don't really have in yeah. nature. Mm. So, because that stops you thinking, mm-hmm. you know. So, yes. um, I I do enjoy the I enjoy listening, talking, looking, hearing, and tasting. If you like the glanviour, the clean senses, yes. and these five senses.
0: Yeah,
1: if you think them. Mm, in your ear is your hearing. In your eyes is your seeing. In your nose is your smelling. In your mouth is your tasting, and you can touch with your lips <laughs> if you want to kiss her. <laughs>
0: um, Isn't it strange about the senses? It, it, it's fascinating. It's fascinating how how uh, you know kind of. It, it all depends on how how much you bring them out and how much yes. you use them. Yeah. But in 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 your, I think your. Would I be right in saying that uh, the qualities you have uh, are the way you can communicate uh, communicate with your students uh, uh, to be able to, to, to get the message across was that I mean you, you explained to me
1: that that communication is important uh, with the student Oh it is and it's important with people I get stopped a lot now in the streets would yeah. you believe it to this day yeah. and um, Men and women say to me, that poem, and they'd name a poem, and recently a very popular one is Begin, and they'd say, that helped me an awful lot with my marriage. Because you were saying, start all over again. Come on, give it a shot again now. Try again. And um, we, um, uh, uh, when you think of it, one of the Gospels begins with, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and in the beginning everything was made by God. You know, in yeah. the beginning it, mm-hmm. it happens an awful lot. And I wrote this one coming out of hospital where I had... Um, I had um, a quadruple bypass done by that great man, Morris Nelligan, and I was going back into the college and a lovely woman who works in the college said to me ah she said welcome back don't worry your old head you'll be back to abnormal in no time
0: <laughs> oh quick quick wit
1: quick wit yeah. and uh, i that did sense of yeah. the,
0: the development over the years of of your your work Brendan, i mean you you pile so much into uh, Into in, in publishing, writing, and—I and, uh, mean, how many generations of students went through your hands? But what, what was, what did you focus on most? What did you enjoy teaching
1: most? Well, <clears throat> probably, I did my PhD on mythology, which covers more or less everything because the word myth if you you know people use it they use the word well, it's only a myth or in fact they use the word academic in the same way yeah. sure that's only an academic view you know um, so I was very taken by the way in which words are dismissed or used abusively yeah. and I again I would take um, uh, my eighth poem and get the students to read it or say it and um, see what he had to say about Easter 1916 a terrible beauty is born and I'd get him to say, I'd get him to discuss where is the beauty of a revolution of an uprising Mm -hmm. and uh, um, because poetry is full of meanings that are hidden in it and the best way to teach it, I think, is sometimes to sing it. Because if you notice about songs, they will communicate in ways that prose can't. And, uh, like, um, uh, <clears> The <throat> Eights is full of songs, um, and they're beautiful, you know. Kavern is full of songs, too. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, and... Um, I, I wouldn't I, uh, one thing is, I wouldn't dismiss anything, whether they sing it or recite it or read it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah so yeah. you've got to be open, open-minded to students,, yeah. always, because they may come out with an idea that will refresh the teacher's ideas. He may or she may help the teacher. To rethink things in a fresh, more vigorous way, and I think—were you open to that? Oh yeah. And, and did they? Oh yes.
0: So, you would evolve with with them in in,
1: in their. Oh yeah, yeah. Answers. I remember a lovely American girl and I after I gave a lecture on Gates on his love poems. Um. I said, if anyone has any comment to make about it, about the love poems and the talk, I've just mention it to me. And she stood up in the class and she said, Hey, fella, she says to me, I'd love a night in bed with yikes. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was great. (laughs) You know, because people have these urges that they never express.
0: And there it was. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> Great out. Yeah. You've you've been coping all your life, Brendan. You you've had ups and downs. Oh, uh, sure. You yeah. you've Yeah.
1: Um
0: and 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 these must have been uh, uh, are you, are you a man that would would um feel that um uh, are you somebody that would lie
1: down or are you a fighter? Well, I do my best, as they say. I do my best, but I yeah. don't like fighting. Yeah. Uh, I don't like, you know, f- physically fighting. And I don't like hitting anyone. But you're physical with your
0: voice. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I would. Uh, that's what I would call doing my best. Yeah. And saying things with as much clarity and um, conviction
0: yeah.
1: as possible. Because there are plenty things apart from violence that work, you know dialogue is one of them. making space for difference is another. letting people exist inside in your psyche so that you get to know them mm-hmm. that's what I think that is part of writing as well you know as a matter of fact, people often say to me. You wrote a big, long, epic poem about Cromwell. I did, and I read all his letters, and I went to see his home, his farm, in England, Huntington.
0: Why would you do that?
1: Because I wanted to understand him. Yeah, to
0: get inside the mind yes, of the man. Yes,
1: yeah. And did you? I think so, because I was on the late, late with Gay Byrne one night, I remember that talking about Cromwell, and yeah. um, you know, and I, I said he was a farmer, and I said he was a and he he, he was a Republican, and he wanted to conquer Ireland, yeah. and I said, let him say his say. We still hate him, so. <laughs> but anyway, I was going across O'Connell Bridge uh, the following few days once, and a man came up to me and, "You're the fellow," he says, "that talked about Cromwell like that." I am, I said. So. Um, he said, um, and he just threw a wallop at me, and uh, I fell on my bottom on O'Connell <laughs> Bridge.
0: Yeah.
1: And he said, uh, Why would you do that? I said, Would you care to sit down here near me, and we'll have a discussion? And Jesus, he said, No, I know you're stone mad. <laughs> 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 then I did the it's, Book of <laughs> Judas. Oh yes. About Judas. Yeah. Yeah. And betrayal. And the ways—the thousands of ways—people betray each other in love.
0: And again, why?
1: Why did you because do it, that? Because there was only—it's a six hundred-page, five to six hundred-page book of poetry.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, because I wanted to understand why. Why is it that he, so, at the Last Supper,
0: yeah.
1: Imagine it. And uh, he betrayed, he betrayed Christ. You, are you a religious man? I go to, I love going to Mass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I like the Gospels. And I like the, um, priests. I don't know personally. But I like the way they try to communicate what they believe. And, uh. It's, uh, I do one. I like, uh, I like the rosary. Yeah. I like Mary.
0: Well, that's something that was said in every house, and every... Yeah. Years, well, and I still ago. say it, yeah.
1: Do you? Oh, yeah. 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 As a matter of fact, Does I it s-
0: help you? Do you find that religion helps you? Well, I'll tell you,
1: it's mysterious. In what way? Well, like, um... the angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, take that line, an angel, Mm -hmm. an angel comes down to this girl, young woman, and tells her she is to be the mother of God. Now that's enough. (laughs) to Stagger your head. You know. And uh, it's, uh, and then I love the Hail Mary prayer. Just, it's, I do, I really like it. And it's lovely to say, because it's, um, hello, hail is hello. Yeah. And Hail Mary, and she's full of grace, and she has the company of the Lord, and she is blessed among women. And uh, then you go on to Mother of God, Holy Mary, Mother of God, blessed among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. And it's all about, I don't know, enjoying the mystery of continuity. Why does it thing last? How is it that something yeah. that happened over 2,000 years ago more has lasted in the minds of some? And I totally accept people who don't accept it you know, because they have other values. They have other... They see things differently. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I, but, as I said, always make room in your heart for difference.
0: Yeah. Um, you have an inquiring mind, and with that inquiring mind, uh, and, and with, you said, you like observing what's happening around you. you yeah. Watching and... Um, You do that a lot here in the the college. Yeah. What have you discovered? What have you found in doing that?
1: Well, it's a great place. And you have things like this long room now where we are. And it's so beautiful. And it's cared for by a, a very elegant and courteous staff. And uh, it's a lovely place to visit. And then you take places like the medical centre, where you have doctors, had uh, Dr. Thomas there, and then today Dr. McGrath, a uh, young man from Waterford, who looks after students, and there's queues there. And he looks after every one of them. Yeah. And there are other uh, um, there's nurses and uh, physios... And look after your back, I had my back looked after by Corita is her name <laughs> and um it's um then you have uh, the the workers who clean the place because that's absolutely vital you know to keep the place nice and clean as they would <laughs> say and um you know, it's they keep going all the time, every day. Like, they're pushing things this and sweeping with brushes and, and um, you but know. But the, the, the staff over the years have changed. I mean, you had a lady housekeeper,
0: Rita O'Mahony. For yeah. A, that was a lovely title she and was. a lovely woman, too. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But you had those kind of people here. Yeah. Are you still a name or are you
1: a number now? Uh, well, let's say hello, Brendan. That's you know, yeah, name, yeah, no. yeah. We 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 do. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, I wonder sometimes if I ever got the village out of my mind, out of my heart. That the really? intimacy, intimacy, yeah. and knowledge of each other yeah. in Trinity—you yeah. kind of know each other. Yeah, you know. And uh, I, I, uh, I, I would. I'm prepared to be known as in any way they choose to interpret by your personality
0: Okay, that's that's a good point Um, Oh yeah yeah. you
1: can bully people into accepting you as a lord (laughs) 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 But you I mean over over the years you toured
0: with your poetry, you went around the country and uh, and um, different countries and different countries. Yeah. Uh, so, in 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 all those travels and and in,
1: in do you miss that? Do
0: you miss the getting uh, up on
1: the stage and performing? I, I I I sometimes I I do it a little, but um, I have tra- travelled. I've read in Australia, and Japan, Lithuania, Latvia, uh, all over England, and yeah. uh, I. I do it. I did it in, in Ballylongford, where they had a, a Brendan Kennelly summer school there, which ran for seven or eight years. And um, that was a great tribute to you. I mean, was. It was. They were t- great. Like that. yeah, and uh, uh, um, yeah, I love uh, uh, reading. I, uh, and just this three days ago, I think it was four days ago. I got a beautiful edition of my book of my poems from, um, this press in uh, America, yeah. and they uh, oh it's beautifully produced with CDs is it yeah. you know they're That's right. stuck in at the back at the back of the book, uh, and I've never heard them, you know I I can't understand machines at all, or emails. <laughs> I said to once he says what what puzzles you most, Brendan? and I said males, females, and emails. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but uh, I, I do you're, love you're, reading right? poems, and uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I I do it today. Do you think that that
0: emailing it takes the, the, the good out of? Uh, uh, I mean, what had been there before it? You know, writing letters and getting a letter in the post—that's nearly
1: gone now. It is, I suppose, and then the spelling is very queer.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, like I do, uh, as far as possible, try to get the correct spelling into uh, um, a sentence or a you know when you're writing. And I like handwriting. Yeah. I can't type, never could type, but shaping words, you know, um, it's a form of measurement, you know, that mm. you you just measure the words and you experience the words you know in 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 the actual writing of the oh yeah yeah that's
0: that. and and then uh, i suppose the skill of of uh, that writing is 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 like you said is
1: is is um, not there with us uh, yeah we're losing it do you remember well in sixth class especially in the yeah. minor school in the primary school um you you were really trained to write, if not beautifully, at yeah. least clearly, and some lads and girls could write elegantly. You know, yeah. it's beautiful to see a word taking shape. Must be a bit like a picture or a portrait when these fellows who paint, who can paint, watch it taking shape, and their hands are led by the paint, Do you know. Well, we've come to the end of this podcast with
0: Brendan Canelli. The interview took place over two days in the long room. That's the old library in Trinity College. If you would like to hear the full interview, and that's all of over three hours, and this is available on our website, and you can find that by going to www.irishlifeandlore.com. My name is Boris O'Keefe, and I look forward to bringing you another podcast next week.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.